speak up. Yeah. Like that? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fine. You don't have to yell. Just stay at this. <laughs> it's going to be very robotic. Oh, God. <laughs> so, what, this is episode 34? 35? Maybe I should know this. I think it's... This is 35, I think. We're live, by the way, if you were wondering. Alrighty. <laughs> You can leave this off. Don't have any of those awkward silences. Episode 35 of the Rojo Show. <laughs> I am on location with... Uh, how you pronounce your last name? Well, no, no, no. Let, let him Cambrai? say it. <laughs> you don't say it. You're going to say it like I'm going to say it. <laughs> well, people, it's supposed to be pronounced Cambrai, but I say 90% of the people that we meet mispronounce Cambrai. it. Or some weird shit. But it's... Yeah. The majority of people say Cambrai, but it's Cambrai. Cambrai. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, finally, Hector has been, like, on the short list of guests since probably, like, episode six or seven. He was, like, one of the first people that was like, yo, like, I see you doing a podcast. That's cool. This was up. Jaren has a mouth thing. I have a what? <laughs> a mouth thing. It looks like you were lactating. <laughs> And you were worried about him being an asshole. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm out here with the, uh, the Cambrais. There you go. See, yeah. listen, man, I got, got it. it. I got it. Because I know I have a large, you know, Latino constituency, so I can't just be up here, you know, fucking off. Well, you're just going to have to hear our child in the background screaming. It's okay. It's like, whenever you feel the need to go and tend to your child, like, no, like, she just has to like maybe a, a good mother to, would. She's just going to have to scream this one out. Oh, that's fine. She's gonna have to learn how to help herself right now. Beto doesn't help out with the kids. Um, he, yeah. what's he gonna do for her? He could barely um, get himself dressed in the morning. How old is he? Like twelve. Six. He's <laughs> not twelve. He's six. I know Mexicans are short, but like, <laughs> he's not that short. He's six. He's Hector's actually pretty tall for a Mexican. He is very tall. Like what are you like six one? Yeah. Six yeah. one. Six one. Boom. Built for farming. Yeah. Well, night. just picking the trees, not really the shit from the floor. Got it. I hurt my back. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm out here in uh, the fucking boondocks. Joliet. Joliet. Famous for uh, Joliet Prison. Yep. Mm-hmm. Statesville. And, um... Their baseball team. What's their baseball team? Uh, Slammers. The, the Joliet Slammers. Slammers. It used to be the Jackhammers. That sounds very pornographic. All associated with the jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, seriously, the jail was like the like, biggest revenue used, source. Yeah, the work from wow. the jail, the, slant, the jackhammer. And there's a casino out here too, right? Yeah. yeah. Harris. Oh, actually, there's a few of them. There's the boat and, and the, Harris. That's it. That's all of Julian. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The cool part of the area is it's not really... We play. We pay Joliet taxes, but we're not... We're in, in Joliet. We're in unincorporated Joliet. So our kids go to Plainfield School. There's like a little bit of Romeoville. It okay. overlaps all over. Okay. I'm a long way from the fucking city. And yeah. um, any black people, if I like, need backup. Actually. No, there's a black family that yeah. just moved right there. There's a black family. There's they're, two black. They're black like you're Mexican. No, they're not. <laughs> like, you know. No, they're not. They got a black family right here. I happen to have like. I got they're black, black like we're Mexican. Yeah. No. I got yeah. braids in my hair right now. Like, they're going to be like, no, no, oh, no, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Fox News. Those are like Fox News black people. They are pretty racist around here. I See? was walking down the street and some guy told me, hola. <laughs> Why is that racist? That's pretty racist. Because he was white. He you can't you just assume Spanish? my Spanish ability. Why? And, and he was wearing camo at the time. Come on. 
You almost got yourself in a Trayvon Martin situation. I would just sit all out back and kept she's walking. She's hilarious. Before she, she just <laughs> dropped the Skittles before she even walked by the house. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. You can't do that. Why? He can totally do that. No, Everybody black. knows that You're he has. If If people, he doesn't have to be black. He could be Mexican. He could be Mexican and still be. Brown and proud. Yeah. Like, okay, so that UFC fighter I was talking eyes. about. So what? This is a sign of. You know, being enslaved the way I looked. By the Spaniards. My people got enslaved, and this is just a result of slavery, rape, and pillage. I like how you try to be serious when you say that. Oh, I'm serious. I love it. I'm serious. Yeah. Now, like you kind of go against that when you cut all your facial hair, and then you just have, like, the long mustache <laughs> and the beard. Like, well, that's the revolutionary. No, uh, no, no. That's, like, some conquistador. Like That's, like, <laughs> what they had when they came over from Spain, and they had on, like, the fucking... That's armor true. and shit like that's very that's a classic Spaniard look. Hector likes to do any look that gets him attention if it could get him attention he will do it you've referenced Hector getting attention multiple times now. oh my what god that about? Hector was in theater he's like Mr. Thespian over here why is that a bad thing though it's you should not. be like, I'm sure you guys would be on the same vibe here we're talking about you guys being on the same there has to be something about that that attracts you to him right of course I, I love when he performs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I don't know how I take that but it's fine <laughs> so it's we were fine. talking about Van Gogh and I said he was known for having uh, short strokes and she's like and she's like and we started laughing and then she, I was like well what kind of strokes do I have and she's like you got boy band strokes whatever that means yeah I don't know what that means either boy band strokes I don't think anybody wants to hear about this <laughs> Well, I mean, you guys have a, a little baby factory over here, so I mean, there's obviously uh, something going on. Yeah, you guys obviously enjoy each other in some way. We do enjoy each other. How old is the youngest? The youngest is ten months. And then who uh, has the oldest? Jaimito is five. Eight. So it's ten months. Uh, Zaro's ten months. Mito's five. Isabella's six, and Allison's eight. Wow. Yeah. Four kids. Yeah. For now. And he wants another one. He okay. probably wants two more. Really? But I'll settle for one more. Are you like trying to shoot for a boy? Or that um, doesn't really matter? No, he just doesn't wants matter. more children. Really? Yeah. Why? I come from a house of five. Uh, I think my dad comes from a house of nine. And my mom comes from a house of nine. So sort of big families are just something where... I come from a family of big family. Like, we all have... But I think four is enough. How many siblings do you have, Andrea? I have four siblings. So there's five of us in total. Okay. Yeah. All sisters? No. Three girls... Well, four girls, one boy. Wow. Did you know she had a brother? No. It, they don't talk about him. It's so weird. Like, it's bogus. I didn't know she had a brother to like... Two years into is our he relationship. Like, is he? Is he? Is he? <laughs> is he, is he no, he's oh, okay. just like not around much. He's ten years older than me. Okay, so is he was he's the oldest. He's, yeah. Okay, so then that that kind of makes more. And he's sense. a boy. Boys don't talk as much. Like, do you call your sister just to talk? Um, do I call her just to talk? No, but it's it's just me and my sister, and we're five years apart. So, like, there was a... Sh- no, boys just don't talk as much as girls. Mm, when, if And when you have a girlfriend, do you call her just to talk? Like, do you want to stay on the phone with her for hours? N- well, no, because girls don't have, like, awesome conversation. 
It's exact because other girls talk to each other just like that. But they don't talk about shit. Today I was walking. Well, they do talk about shit, but there's no it's real. Just not what you guys would talk about. There's no real substance behind the conversations. Like I hear what her and her sisters talk about. We just talk to me, it's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like girls tell horrible stories. Yeah. So out of the four girls that we have in our family, we don't talk to our brother like we talk to each other. Do you want me to go check on the baby? I'll go check on the baby. Fine. Are you gonna grab her? She can't do any worse if I grab her than she's doing right now. Do you want to grab her? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll just hold her. She's like, God, he's saving me. She's tired. See, now the parents who are listening are going to be like, Jared just messed up the routine. No. She would have been just fine. As long as somebody's talking, they're fine. She's over here and she's fine. I am now showing my, my baby skills. Jared wants a baby. I do want to... Don't tell anybody, though. You're holding her like a pro. Yeah, yeah actually, you're doing pretty good. You're I have a sister, yeah. Keeping it going. I'm all about it. This is scary. If you could talk, I'd have you on the podcast, but... She would tell on me. Yeah. Okay, okay, come on. Wait, wait she till she... Tired. She doesn't even want to go with you. Oh. She doesn't. It's okay. I am, I am now holding a baby and, like, smelling baby smell. Can you describe the baby smell? Is that why you're lactating? <laughs> I don't know what happened to this shirt that I'm wearing, but I guess it has like some like weird washer stain on it, and I guess it looks like like I'm secreting milk. How many kids do you want? Um, as many as I can afford. I well, mean, I mean, you figured out a way. No, it depends I mean, on the lifestyle you want to get them. There, that's what I mean by that. Yeah, because my mom had eight brothers and sisters, and it was just my grandmother. So somehow she was able to afford nine kids on her own. It just depends on how you want to raise them. Like, some families want to be able to give their kids everything. Private schools, whatever. And then some families are like, no, that's not going to happen. Am I not talking loud enough? No, you're good. I just wanted to move it up some. You could you could probably stand to speak okay, up Okay, I'll speak up a little. You don't have to yell, though. Whatever's comfortable. Yeah. All right. Um, some families want to give their kids more than other families. And I think here in our house, I think we've... We've uh, come to an agreement. Something that me and Andrea both agree on. It's just, you know, sometimes material items. We Most don't teach our we don't teach our kids to want material things. I think we're trying to teach them to want experiences. Okay. So, and that's something I think we both agree. I think that's why we make pretty good couple. Um, I think we're on the same page when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yes, we don't we don't like to just give to give to give to give to sure. the kids. Like, I think if you ask our kids about name brands, they'll have no idea what, what you're talking they'll about. They'll know. Jaimito will know electronics, though. Okay. But other than that, I don't think they'll know. Is he the only one with an iPad? They what? share the they iPad. Share it. Oh, okay. And they have to put the timer on. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's already set for 20 minutes. Really? And yeah. we talked about getting another iPad for them, and then we're like, no, because then we're going to start this thing where they each have to have their, their own... own. Right, and then it's like the new iPad or the old iPad. Right, Right. and then you can't stop it. And pretty soon they're going to be old enough where they're going to want their own phones and things. So let's just hold off. The oldest one is how old? Eight. Okay, so you don't have to worry about cell phones with her for like another four years, She wants a cell phone, but I don't think she's going to get one for a while. Well, I think she's curious about it because she sees kids in her classroom with cell phones. Okay. And I think uh, when she goes to her father's house, it's... 
Yeah. He she. He lets her play with the cell Like, right. she has a cell phone to play with there. So, how much conversation is there with, like, the other parents? Like, I is that like a... to my ex. Okay. Husband, frequently. Frequently? Yeah. yeah. Like... He'll come over, have dinner. He came over and ate here. Oh. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Okay. You can talk about it. Well, I, I think... <laughs> Shade. <laughs> <laughs> no, she... I don't want to talk about showed that. no emotion when you were talking about your ba- your father, your child's father, and then as soon as you... You can talk about that bitch if you want. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said you can talk about her. Well, I think the, the relationship no, is a little complicated. Um, I don't think it's as mature as, you know, the relationship we have with, with Hyman. Hi, my ex-husband. Yeah. Um, I think it's still a little growing that needs to be done on on her end. And maybe we could do a little bit different too to better that relationship. But overall, it's just really hard to communicate uh, with with Isabella's mother. Got it. I mean, it feels like we make progress. And then we just, like, take four steps back. But that's why I was asking if your friend was with the mother of his kids. Well, yeah. Because it changes the whole dynamic. Like, I had Ali and Mito with my ex-husband, and there was already this idea that there was going to be parenting together there. Okay. And I think if you don't have that pretense before you have kids, then all this other emotion and mess comes in. Yeah, I I think that's true, because when... When I knew I was going to be a father, um, we kind of had that conversation that that doesn't mean me and her are going to work out. So see, you see I think, how there's like layers and layers Yeah, of, I think of that's kind of where my, my friend, <laughs> who isn't an awesome guy at times to his detriment, um, I think he has like some family issues of his own, Yeah, you know, kind of some... Uh, generational kind of stuff he was trying to work through. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I think as soon as he found out that he was going to be a father, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to have a family. Yeah. And uh, especially nowadays, like the what a family is is like such like a fluid kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Like a yeah. family can be, mm-hmm. I mean, you all, I often refer to you all as like my favorite married couple because like you guys have like, everything involved like you we know. really do we really do <laughs> no, but, but I continue think that, shade from yeah Andrea. i think i think that's something that i think it's important for people to talk about because i think in the beginning andrea's idea of what a family looked like is completely different from what i think or what i thought a family looked like yeah so i think the first few years we we're tr- trying to figure out we're trying to force feed each other what we wanted a family to be instead of just coming together and right. making a family on our own terms. Like, she was busy trying to cr- build our family the way she thought family was supposed to be. And I was trying to make it the way I seen it and the way I think the family should be. So it took us a long time to sort of sit down and be like, all right, we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, um, yeah, we got to sit down and figure out what we want. So. Yeah. Zara is really loving Jared right now. <laughs> Zara is like... Don't say that too him. loud. Don't say that too loud because bitches going to try to like, trap me. They're going to try to be like, oh, he a good dad. <laughs> Zara's like playing with his beard. You got any uh, rojoistas listening in that you know, want to have your child? Or what? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, girls, girls I've dated, I don't know how much they listen to the podcast because... 
I think it's a little bit like especially the way I do it usually where like it's only me talking. I think it's like a little too much like testosterone. Like me being in the room with them or like okay. me being around. So like they have, they kinda have to They've take had it enough in. of that. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think uh I think just the idea of women wanting you for a specific let's say you're holding the baby sure I think uh, I don't know sort of like oh you know what don't start I think women go after what what they want what they want at any cost well see I don't know because I have girl like I want I want a girl to be like like hot for me and I seem to have oh 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 god (laughs) oh god (laughs) and it went downhill about to just hands off she just coughed on me but it's okay it's okay I keep my electrolytes up. I should be okay. okay. But, um, I don't know. I, I want I want to be, like, crazy about a girl, you know? But for how long do you want to be crazy about a girl? Yeah, because, you know, as long changes. as possible. Well, it, it changes. It evolves. Yeah. It evolves, because, like, when I first started, I'm going to say dating, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> when we first started juicing. Uh, when, I, when I first started dating, I was attracted to her because she was a lot of things that many other girls and women weren't that I've met in my life. Uh-oh. And as we got to know each other, you know, I got used to her being like that and then it just evolved to something else. Okay. I found out something else that kept me attracted to her and then... But it's not like a deep... Like, it's not like a hot passion. Like, it's not right. like all that every day. Yeah, that's true. How many days out of the week? Probably like three. Three? Three? Days. That we can stand each other? Oh, stand each other? I don't know. We tolerate each other every day. Wait, what are we talking about? Wait, what are you Is that cold about? for, like, having sex? Well, I mean, you guys obviously are having sex. I mean, popping babies out on a decent average. I don't think right? how I feel about him always correlates <laughs> to sex. Yeah. Is that fair? That's- how, much of, how much of your attraction to him is based off of... Uh, you knowing that other people are attracted to him. Oh, that's oh no, I go crazy. Versa. That doesn't make me attracted. That makes me want to, like... I am... <laughs> You're just going to send me home. She just sneezed off. She I'm coughed a... on me and then she sneezed I'm a me. very possessive person, so that's not... She just reached out for me. I'm like, I'm totally distracted <laughs> from the podcast because there's a baby over here. And I don't um... know how much I want to talk about how much babies distract me and, and intrigue me. She's loving you. Um... We're talking about how much I don't like when people like him. You don't like when people like him. It could Why? be men. Men or women. Or women. Because, yeah, I want him to be all mine. Oh. She's really possessive. Like, it's not even the jealousy thing. It's, it's possessiveness. Not. It's really bad. And I'm working on it. Are you the same way, Hector? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You want people to like her. Well, I... Re- he doesn't care whether yeah. or not. Please, take her away. If people like her or not, really doesn't, you know, change... How I'm attracted to her, or it doesn't even bother me. Honestly, no, it doesn't bother. I should say, hey, you've had moments, but never to the extent that I have my moments. What about your family? Like, does your family, does your family really like Hector? Does your family really like Andrea? Yeah, Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning, Andrea was just happy that my mom spoke English. I really was, Um, because language is a barrier when you're trying to get to know your mother-in-law. Hilarious. Do they do they care that you don't speak Spanish? No. Not anymore. Never. Never. But sometimes my dad forgets, and Um, and he'll talk to her in Spanish. I mean, she'll respond in English, 
But yeah, but no, they don't dislike me as a person because I don't speak Spanish. Did they have an issue with her having kids already? Um, no. No, I think... I don't know if they had an issue. I think was any... Did your, did your family have issues with Hector having kids? Not having kids. I think my parents gave me like a warning about the kind of... What I was going to have to have in store. Okay, as far as what? Like as far as with... like co-parenting, exes, things like that. But it wasn't a concern like don't date him because actually I think I preferred to have a guy who had kids so that he would be able to understand my communication with my ex-husband. Got it. Because like if you don't have kids, you're like, why is he texting you at nine o'clock if your son's okay? Right. Or, or 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, like what's going on with the kids? Yeah, I definitely feel that because I'm, I'm kind of anti-women who have kids. And for a good reason. Could be because I don't have kids, I guess. But, you know, I don't know. It's, well, it's, it's just an actual layer to the relationship that... What I don't understand is when people get so up in arms about that because I feel like you have the right to form the type of lifestyle you want to form for your future family. Did you hear me? I heard you. I'm listening. I'm just babysitting too. <laughs> so if... You would have to have your Christmases, your whatever would look drastically different if the woman had kids. Definitely. So you have the right to say, like, I feel you have the right to say, I'm not attracted to that. Well, yeah, but or like, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't know. You're done now. I'm all good with the whole. I don't know. Yeah, with the family thing, I don't think there was a. No, our families weren't too, and that's what I liked about Hector's family. They weren't like super involved. In our, what we wanted to do, they're oh, still right. like they live down the block, but they leave us alone. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they live in front of this black family we were talking about earlier. Oh. <laughs> but they literally just, like on that. They kind of leave us alone. They're not like. Do they? Or, yeah, they do. Because my mom, my mom has a, a relationship with my sister's boyfriend that I'd like to lightly describe as weird. Okay. I don't want to get too into it because they <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> I've gone makeup shopping with his mom. His dad drives me into the city every day. Every day? Yeah. Mostly. Every day I have to be in the office. Oh, wow. That's, so, that's cool. And Hector can talk to my sisters or... Yeah. Okay. So if you, haven't, if you haven't gotten this, so Hector and Andrea are Mexican. Uh, in, in my... Well, in my... Like well, blackish, we're Mexican-ish. Well, you're Mexican-ish. Hector's Mexican. He seems to be very Mexican. He is very Mexican. And more so than just, like, the speaking of the Spanish. But, like, is that is that weird to say that you got, that, that like, you're, that you're more, I'm using quotes right now, that you're more Mexican than Andre is? Um, no, I think it's just, I'm, her connection to Mexico is generations removed where, you know, I still have a huge connection to Mexico City. Um, first generation born here. My dad came here when he was a teenager. Oh. So it's like sort of more than half of my family is still in Mexico. So right. okay. that connection is still deep. Or with my Andrea. Dad, my dad, who is Mexican, was born in Kansas. And his father was born in Texas. Right. Okay. And his father was born on the border. So it's okay. sort of like the connection is... And I think we're in a time and place where there's a lot of families like that. Like fifth or sixth generation. especially. Sure, sure, sure. The West Coast, California, Arizona. Um, but there's something new here to Chicago because it's a huge immigrant population. But the funny thing is, most Mexicans you meet, 
are usually from northern Mexico. Okay. It's now you you can find a little bit more people from like Mexico City and the southern part of Mexico, but a huge I'd say about ninety to eighty five percent of the people you meet who are Mexican are usually from like Durango, Michoacan, Chihuahua, those sort of Chihuahua cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so we're at a time and place where Andrea's situation is pretty normal. Not not here yet. Not in Chicago, just because there's such a high immigrant population. Right, but sort of like in Texas, um, you know, in Kansas, in the West. California, Arizona. So what kind of? Because I mean, <clears throat> you, your your children are obviously Mexican. What kind of connection are they going to have to Mexico? I think what? they have a stronger connection than I ever had. Yeah, I've, because I've, my ex husband was born in Mexico. And his family was born in Mexico. And then he... Whoa, wait, your ex-husband was born in Mexico? Yeah, he came here and he was like one. Oh, okay. And then... And their whole family is like Spanish-speaking. Yeah. Cultural, very culturally... Bullfighters? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and then with my, my family, you know, my, I mean, my mom speaks English. She's a bit more Americanized, but, you know, she's... She teaches the kids Spanish. Uh, my dad... Talks to them in Spanish. Um, my mother still makes like comfort Mexican dishes. It's pretty, pretty, uh, it's pretty uh, deep as well because I have family members that come over. They meet the yeah. kids. Um, we're going on our family reunion, and I have aunts and cousins looking forward to meeting my kids for the first time. So are they are they learning Spanish? Are they speaking yeah. Spanish? Yeah, they are. I think my mom and my dad do a really good job. Well, okay, so but see there's okay, so not only is there like a layer of that which is like you being first generation second first, gener- first generation yeah. wanting your kids to speak Spanish, but now it's all it's also becoming like a um like with the immigrant population in America and then like you said about Chicago with it growing so rapidly like it's also becoming like a um, like a plus to yeah. be able to speak Spanish yeah. you know in most countries you know kids are taught multiple languages yeah, you go to yeah, Europe for sure. you know some little French kid knows French German probably Spanish Portuguese English um, it's normal here it's, there's sort of a stigma in most places especially outside of the city if you if you speak Spanish, it's sort of like you would like to think we're not in the fifties and sixties anymore, um, but racism is super huge. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's crazy. Do you guys have experience with the, uh, this like um, this uh, collection of Span- uh, Mexican people who like almost like uh, reject? their Mexican heritage and you know what I when know. I moved out here I I've you know we opened up a no mancha stand in <clears throat> in Joliet Mall and there's um there was a few people that I've met young people who didn't want to accept being Latino but um, I think it goes deeper I think it goes generationally deeper with the stigma that was happening in schools like um especially in California and Texas, uh, Latino Mexican students were not allowed to speak Spanish. They were actually beat if they spoke Spanish. So the rejection of the culture is generational. It's generational sometimes, and I don't think it it has to do with I don't want to be Mexican, but more like I am penalized if I'm Mexican. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, I'd say it's generational um, and it's something that parents not only teach the kids to not know their culture, but to sort of evade it. Like, my father taught us, I think, a lot of things, but I don't, we're mixed, so it's different. I don't know, what about, you were taught. Well, I was taught Spanish first. Hold on, Um, Um, the baby just dropped their pacifier. (laughs) And, and Hector put it in his mouth to clean it, which, in my experience, is a very black thing to do. <laughs> but We're four kids in, man. Oh, okay. So, fuck that, uh, that whole... Uh, uh, Mexican shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm just... to sterilize it. Right. No need to... Uh, put it in hot water. Right, right. Zara's been pulling off my eyelashes this whole time. Those are fake eyelashes? No. Oh. But she's trying to pull them out. Oh, okay. Gotta be careful with that. Yeah, I think it's something that's taught generational. So, like the rejection of culture, um, denial, um, and just not, I think there comes a point in a human being's life, if you're not taught something at an early age, you just don't want to learn about it, because it's just too late in your life already. Yeah, I think that's like... Like me learning Spanish. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) But she she doesn't, I mean, she understands it, but she just doesn't want to learn how to speak it. Hmm. Like... Whatever. It sounds different when you're around a bunch of native speakers and you're the one who sounds like a priest. <laughs> like a priest? Yeah, you know how like when priests give this, you wouldn't know, but no. like, <laughs> priests give the Spanish sermon. Yeah. And they sound like, go ahead, Hector, hit it. So, a lot of white priests give Spanish sermon, and you know you say like Buenos dias, you know gracias a Dios, but when a white priest says Buenos dias, gracias a Dios, aquí estamos juntos en nuestra iglesia. Yeah, sort of exactly. that kind of... you don't you don't want to sound like and then you look like you should speak Spanish well mm. I look like I should speak Spanish especially with this uh, what is this like red I don't know Shakira Rose, Rose it was gold. the first time I dyed my hair you did it yourself no I went thanks <laughs> I was just that's, that's another very Mexican in the sink you know in the sink <laughs> doing it yourself no, I didn't I went to a salon oh okay that's she, a tattoo yeah she, she likes, likes tattoos, tattoos. oh Ah! I can't deal with this right now. Anyway, um, so yeah, I wanted to talk to Hector about being a Cubs fan. Because I'm very intrigued by this. Why? Yeah. Well. Because, okay, so for me, when I I think of Cubs fans, I think of uh, white people. Trash. Um, When I think of Wrigleyville, I think of... White people. White people, and and very kind of, like, I feel like Wrigleyville is one of those places where, like, white people can be white almost. Like, they can drink. That is true. They can drink and be, like, belligerent. And white. And, like, yeah, and, like, you know, if, like, I, I've used this uh, example on the podcast before. Like, if, if the amount of white people after Cubs games were on the red line, drunk, if that the same amount was at, like, Sox 35th, Drunk of like you know happen. black and yeah. you know like the people of that area, it would be all kinds of like arrest and yeah. paddy wagons and all kinds of shit. But it's just embraced Wait, on the side. You do make a good point. That is what really, I think. It's just uh, we could talk about you know white privilege. I think it's okay to be. So it's so funny because the media portrays people of color doing the exact same activities as white people as riot thugs, you know. 
all these there's double standards but when white people do it they're just having a good old time right right oh they're just being frat boys you know yeah. but if a, someone of color does it you know they're they're thugs they're disturbing the peace and the, and like what Andrea was talking about like the being Latino and denying your culture is layered that, that's also layered because being brown or black actually to other people who are not brown and black connect being brown and black of being you know not going to college or not doing this sort of they see us as you know second class citizens like yeah. like we're other than human like you know it's normal for white people you know after high school take two years off but it's okay right, but if right. someone of color does it oh they're failures giving they're or, giving up yeah, yeah, um, yeah. they don't you know all this other issues underneath it but being a Cubs fan um, actually the first baseball game I went to I was probably I don't know, freshman in high school. Um, and I got to experience baseball with a good friend of mine. Um, and we're still friends. Uh, I think his father won free tickets or... There were nosebleeds. Um, and when I when I went, it was just an experience, a bonding experience with my friend and his father. And just... I, I got to see Sammy Sosa hit a two-run home run and Barry Bonds hit a home run. Um, sort of historical. And it was just that experience of sharing a highlight of my life, learning something new uh, with someone I deeply care for now and his family. Um, it was just an overall good experience. Something happened that day where I was like, okay, I like this. You know, and as I started to get to know baseball a little bit more, you know, I didn't know it was full of Latinos. Sure. I was like, oh shit, this is a Latino sport. You right. know, they call it America's pastime, but... It's full with Latin And I mean, players. America's pastime could very well be described as watching immigrants entertain them. <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah. Like in different ways. But I, like, I think Hector genuinely loves to watch the sport just for the sport. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I don't do think enjoy he baseball. sees any <clears throat> political connotations or he doesn't see any of that. Like, he just well, sure. Really I mean, that, that could just be me. Like, I just, when I see minorities um, entertaining. In, or involving themselves in things that are predominantly, like, I guess, predominantly and stereotypically viewed as, like, white shit, mm-hmm. it kind of always makes me wonder, like, are they attempting to, like, appropriate with that Do you mm-hmm. feel, so then how does it feel for you to watch, like, the NFL and the NBA, who's owned by predominantly white owners, and to see African Americans? So it's so funny you bring that up. Every time I hear draft day, I think modern day slavery. Because if you think about the combine... The combine really bothers Think about it. It's like, like, okay, this guy's going to be good. He's fast, he's big, he's strong. He could lift this, he could pull this. Yeah. And it's just like, it's modern day... It is very much like a a picnic. Yeah, yeah. Pretty (laughs) much. And, And when a team makes an investment, millions of dollars on this person, they sort of say it's my property. Yeah. The, the thing that bothers me more, and I guess it's becoming a little bit more commonplace now, was always, like, the conversation with, like, uh, like the conversation behind football players. Right. Because, you know, most most white football players are generally coming in at, at like, what are considered, like, skill positions. Right. Quarterback. So, like, their quarterbacks or, like, their linebackers, right. you know. Or a, a offensive linemen sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, you know, if they're big and they're come out, coming out of, like, Oklahoma right. or, like, you know. Oregon. Or yeah, but, like, there's way more of that, like, and this is this is not 
this is definitely it's definitely changed in probably like the last five or ten years since like the emergence of like Russell Wilson and Colin Kaepernick and Cam Newton. Warren Moon. Let's not forget Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Yeah, yeah but like even Warren Moon, like some people brought him up to me a while ago, and I was like, Warren Moon didn't get in the NFL until right. he was. I mean, Older. He, he wasn't washed up when he got in the NFL, right. but he was. He had definitely passed his prime. Right. So like. But I think that it, goes to like, you know, like you're saying that the skilled positions, you know. White people like to tend it. You know, I black. I mean, there's not many Latinos in the, in the NFL, but they like to tend that black people can't comprehend. You know, uh, like complex formations yeah. that doesn't allow them to be quarterback. Like Cam Newton's a great quarterback. I read. I mean, he might he might pout. Hold on, he might pout <laughs> and whine or whatever. That's dude. You just lost the Super Bowl. It's okay to feel like that. Sure. I mean, white people get like that when they get overcharged 10 cents on their fucking Comcast bill. Definitely. You know, I work at T-Mobile. I mean, you know, we have white people coming in here all the time saying, "My bill, you said my bill was going to be 155 and I'm paying 157.72. I'm going over my budget. And they throw a hissy fit about that. This guy lost arguably the biggest game of his life. It's okay to feel like that. Sure. It's okay. And if you're being asked the same question over and over... Yeah, I'm going to get pissed off and say, dude, I'm done. You asked that question three times, I answered it three times. I don't have to answer to you. You're asking me the same question, right. but it's in, like, different wording. Right. Yeah, but, like, back to, like, the draft and whatnot. Like, as far as black players, it's very much, like, what's your 40 time? What was your bench press? Right. You know, uh, did you catch this many balls in a certain right. amount of time? But then for white players, it's way more about, like, the wonderlick test. Right. You know, how did you do in your interviews with the teams? Right. Do you know what the Wonderlook test is? No. It it's like a um crazy though. It's it's like a it's an IQ test for football <laughs> okay. players. Yeah. But like when it comes to black players, like it's not really discussed that much right. unless you're trying to be a quarterback. But like for white players, it's way more of like an analytical conversation. Right. Whereas with black players, it's just like, oh, he's a big strong yeah, guy. He's fast. Yeah. He has big hands, you know, soft hands. He has it's all physical, like like we said, like it sounds like you're going to a picnic. Yeah, which is why I was I was kind of disappointed in Cam's behavior because I want you know um, I don't know I feel like and and this is you know reverberated through culture as well, but like um, when when one black person acts a certain way. It, it's very much representative for all black people. It's the same thing with Latinos. Like, everybody thinks that we... Gang bang. Or, like, who's that Cuban guy who says Dale all the time? A uh, pitbull? Pit yeah, everybody thinks that we have, like, this pitbull. Like, all the men are like that and dance and... Like, yeah. Like I mean, I, I wish more Mexican men or Latino men like Hector were portrayed. But all of them, like, even... Even if you're you're telling a story or you're doing a movie nowhere near California, right. like they all are like like cholos. Right. Like every Mexican in the movie is like Holmes yeah. and like you know his hats pulled down over his eyes. Right. He's got the big sunglasses on, and it's like no, like I mean they're they're very Mexican men who don't act like that. Right. And like I got a I like I you know I lived in Pilsen. I love living in Pilsen. I'd move back to Pilsen in a heartbeat. I'm a big fan of Pilsen. Why is that, Jared? It has nothing to do with uh, an affinity for Latino women. Oh, I didn't, I didn't say <laughs> because, that. I because said, there aren't many that? in Pilsen. For some reason, all the women in Pilsen are, white. are like... Well, no. Well, there's a lot of white There's a lot people. of white women. But, like, the, the Latino women in Pilsen are, like, 
they're like babies to 14 <laughs> and then they're like they're like 45 to to old women like there's no like there are no like young women there's no women from 18 to like 30 no not at all not that i can like safely look at and be like mm, she's cute it's like no she's 13 bro she just walked out of high school or just walked out of you know some school over there or whatever but i just like it because like you know it has a sense of it has like a sense of culture. Like if you're right around like 18th and Blue Island, like mm-hmm. you know, they have Spanish billboards. Right. You know that uh, there's a supermarket right there at uh, 18th and Blue yeah. Island. Like I love that place. Yeah. Like I go in there all the time, find weird shit. But um, and I read I, a book called Million Dollar Slaves. Okay. And this is what I was gonna reference. Go for it. Um, but. It basically speak says, up though, because I need I need a strong female. It basically says on the, on that the there road, was so. a time where there was a lot of people of color in sports, and they weren't portrayed as what they are being portrayed now. So the media has a lot to do with that. Like if you look at the people who we have to look up to as far as black or Latino athletes, sure. there's always some scandal now involved, or there's always something. Like they, they don't want a strong minority figure in sports. Whereas before, minority fit figures were heroes in the community. Yeah. Yeah, but then like I mean, so like if you talk like um, like Jack Johnson, right? The the um, the boxer. Mhm. Like all he had was white wives. Like OJ. <laughs> I guess kind of like OJ. Are you watching that show? The I, People vs. I've OJ? seen the first episode. It was good. I saw the first episode. The first episode was good. I haven't seen the second because I'm like watching it with somebody. And like, you know, I can't watch like episodes on myself. No. Like who? Are we allowed to go into this? No, we're not allowed to go into this. <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to like watch it with somebody. I watch it with Hector. Like, yeah. I'm not DVR, watching it with Hector. The OJ versus Hector. Oh, yeah. Because we were just talking somebody has all white wives. Mm-hmm. And OJ... But see, OJ, I feel like OJ was well. really, like, the way that... If, if it's... If, if, if the show is accurately portraying the way everybody, like, referred to him as, like, this, this like, third-person entity, which right. is, like, the juice. Right. Mm-hmm. And then apparently in the show at some point, he refers to himself, like, I'm not black, I'm not white, I'm, I'm, I'm OJ. Right. I'm the juice or whatever. Like I can kind of see how you can lose sight of yeah for sure of what you know of how you come off to people or like what um, what team you should be pulling for for lack of a better phrase yeah yeah you know, I it, do it's so yeah. fun it, it's like um, you know I think growing up or just like. Society in, in general, you know, if, if you have, if you're broke, you're black, white, Mexican. If you have a little bit of money, you know, you're black, white, Mexican. But if you're rich, you know, you're, you're green. Rich. Yeah. Everybody yeah. sees you as equal. Sure. So it's sort of like this money, green, most people see green. I think DePaul you know? taught me that. And it, it's sort of like, uh, you know, I, I was having a conversation with my little brother about spending so much money at a concert. <laughs> And he's like, you're just not passionate to go see an artist. I'm like, I am, but I don't think I'll spend more than a hundred bucks to go to go see somebody. Um, Would you spend more than a hundred dollars to go see an artist? I went to watch the throne. You did. Yeah. How much did you pay? It was more than a hundred dollars. Yeah. 
I have a coworker who spent nine hundred bucks to go see Beyonce. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's so. I might like. I would have to. I would have to get like. I would have to have a promise of her like sweating on me to spend nine hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I like that's. I wouldn't spend that much money. Right. You could buy a car for nine hundred dollars. Right. You could. You could yeah. do a lot of shit with nine hundred bucks. Yeah. But we were just having that conversation that we wouldn't. I don't think there's anybody right now that we would want to see for that much money. Well, well, the point I was going to like. I don't even think current Kanye I would want to see for that much. Money. Right. So I was talking about. I was getting on Kanye. I think, you know, don't white people, like are starting to like, Jay Z more than Kanye, because Jay Z is kind of turning into that. Just money. I'm not black or white yeah. I have money where Kanye he still doesn't have a filter yet so if a white billionaire is gonna have an interview with quote unquote black artist right. he'll probably lean more towards Jay Z because he has like a team of people telling him what to do what to say but with Kanye you know he really w- won't change what he wants to say or how he feels to please you know a richer person yeah, uh, to control the I mean, he may even look at that as a window to say some wilder shit, like to prove just how right. unbridled he is. Right. And I, I think that's why I respect Kanye as an artist and as a person. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's... Some people were trying to be an asshole, but... I mean, people say he says stupid shit, but the way he raps is sort of the way he talks, but there's just no music behind it. I could hear So he, he's saying the same message, You're but so for some reason, people <laughs> people, people want to criticize his person, but would buy his album when he's saying the same shit. Yeah. Have you heard the new album? I have not. Life of Pablo? We yeah. Did. Well, we heard some of it. We heard it. Uh, that's why we got into the conversation, because we were listening to Life of Pablo in my mom's house. Okay. My mom's house. Uh, and we were just listening to it, and I think that's... When the conversation came about, I don't think I'll spend more than one fifty, hundred bucks. Who would you? Who would you spend? Uh, yeah, I heard the album. It's pretty good. It's like I said on the last episode. It's not three name changes, right. and you know, I'm the best out artist right. of the century. It's not that good. It's good in terms of Kanye albums. But it's not as good as all the build-up he kind of put behind it. I think now what he's doing... Sort of like how we're talking... Yeah, he's doing what he wants to do now. Like, sort of how we're talking about Rock Obama for the first couple of years. He was just, like, fixing shit. And now his time is almost up. And he's like, I'm about to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I think Kanye's at the point of his career where it's okay for him to experience or experiment with what he wants to do with, with his music. You know? I agree. Like, but we've talked about this. Yeah. So it's like, I think he's yeah. at the point where. Yeah, I just, like, working for Adidas for all those years, I have, like, a. I have, like, an ear to, like, Adidas. Probably an inordinate amount of Adidas employees and, like, Adidas fans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. With his So, like, I, I've, it's just gotten to this point where, like, I'm. I feel like he almost needs to, like, burn everything and start from the beginning and see how many people like him then. Like, I would I would almost like to see him have, like, another, like, Taylor Swift incident or, right. like, another, another, like, nobody's fucking with Kanye moment right. to see, like, how he rebounds from that. Because, like, right now, I feel like just everybody, it's, like, it's cool to like Kanye. Yeah. You don't have to know anything about his music. You don't have right. to know anything That's about, true. you know... 
That's college true. dropout right. or like you know late registration. Like a fa- he's sort of like a like a thing right now. Yeah, he's you know I I like Kanye and that like gets you in that that statement itself gets you so much right. Clout. It puts you in the right. It puts you yeah. in the category. Puts you in the group. Yeah, I'm, I agree. With so that. like you don't you know whereas you know fans are listening to Kanye and they're like, well, you know, this this album could be better, yeah. you know, or he's kind of wilding out with all this shit he's right. talking about on Twitter. It's like, now it's just like, well, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he says. Right. If you like it, then you're cool. Yeah, well, he's, like I said, he, I think he's at a point in his career where... What did you think about his Twitter rant? I mean... To poor Amber Rose. Well, I mean, but, let's not act like Amber Rose right. is in a hoe. <laughs> like, let's, poor Amber Rose. Anybody who has that much money, poor nothing. Yeah. None of you them think, right, That's what I'm saying, like... Uh, well, what about the kids? What about the children? Well, about the kids? that's one thing I do kind of, I, I do kind of draw a line there. And I was kind of surprised at Kanye for that, seeing as how he has two kids now. Like, you can't be like bringing people's kids into right. it. Like, people have been shot for less, you right. know? But, like, um, I do think that Amber Rose came up on and, you know, built, built a reputation or, you know, or has made her money. Off of number one, her body, right. and number two, men's attraction to yeah. it. P- specifically, the circle she's been she's able pretty. to surround herself with. Do you with. think she's prettier than Kim Kardashian? Um, no, not Kim Kardashian pre injection. Well, listen, Kim Kardashian is very attractive. In she's case. attractive. She's very attractive. Pre now, or post injections? We're talking about butt injections? No, face injections. What? She used to look like Jafar from Aladdin. Hilarious. And now, <laughs> and now she looks more like her mom. Well, the most attractive Kardashian sister is, I, I think, obviously, Courtney. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. And I think she's had the least amount of work done. Yeah. Yes. Like, when you look at, like, their kid, their baby pictures yeah. or whatever, like, Courtney pretty much Most still looks the way she yeah. is. Kim has had all kinds of, like, chemical peels and, like, nose jobs and lip injections and all types of That's weird shit. Saying. So, who do you think is prettier? I mean, Amber Rose, well, I, I, I still think... Pick a side, Jared. Kim Kardashian is very attractive. She has still? a very pretty... Yeah, still. Even I though she can't smile or cry. Sure. I mean, she still has a very good selfie face. Now, I, now I Amber, Rose, Amber Rose has an amazing body. Right. Which and it's What got natural. her famous. That's what she got her And it's all hers. Body? Body. I think she's really pretty. Kim Kardashian's face is pretty. Kim Kardashian's body, like her ass, is like almost—it's too much. You know what it looks like? Like it looks like <laughs> it looks like a diaper butt. <laughs> like, have you like, ever put weird. a lot of cottage cheese in like a in the garbage bag or something? <laughs> Whenever you start talking about cottage cheese, it just <laughs> takes the conversation <laughs> all the way left. No, but like her ass looks like cottage cheese and a sandwich bag or something. Well, it just looks—it looks heavy. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it but looks. Because she probably got injections. She most definitely probably got. Injured. I mean, just like what's the one that's supposed to be OJ's daughter? Uh, Chloe. Chloe looks like I don't know. I've never been a big Chloe fan. She seems like the funnest. She does. She like she like seems she's... like the most free. Who, kind Courtney? Of, yeah, the one that's like least restricted by her fame or like oh, her yeah, position yeah. or whatever. But oh no! Oh no! She's so tired. Don't cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what's the, what's her name? Zara. Zara. Like the clothing store, but there's like an H. Yeah, she has an H. And an I. No I. Just Z A H R A. Yeah. Boom. Got it. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I'm a fan. So 
Do you watch Kardashians? No. Do you watch Love and Hip Hop? No. Why not? You know, she makes me... You know what? She That's what she watches, and I'm okay with it, because... I make her watch sports, something she's not okay with. No, tell them the real reason you said I'm okay with love. You said you're well, okay with love. Well, have you heard the couple issues on love on hip hop? Some it of makes them. us seem like the perfect couple. Hilarious. So I'm okay with her watching that shit. Like she's like, oh my god, I can't believe this dude got two girls pregnant. I was like, you know what? Keep watching that shit. Hilarious. Like, I'm, a, I'm aware of some of the plot lines and whatnot, but again, it's just one of those things where like. I don't want that to be the like the images right. of like I, I mean my I can say minorities because like some of them are like Filipino, Puerto some Rican, are Puerto or Rican, like right. half Puerto Rican or whatever. But like I just don't want that to be the the most popular image of uh, our people on TV. I agree with that. I think that's something I. It's like this is and, and then it's like even even if there's like a a class a, a class separation where like they seem to have accumulated a certain amount of money or fame or whatever, like, they still have, like, like poor nigga problems. Right. Like, you know, even if you're rich and you have success in, right. in what is generally on that show, the music industry, you know, men are still fucking multiple bitches right. and getting them pregnant. Like, you know, you still going to prison and you still got to wait for your man, your woman to get out of prison and blah, 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 right. blah. And it's like... It's just not what I want people to be like excited to talk about. And that's that's and it's crazy because a lot of people, maybe it's just like the time of society that we're in, but that's seems to be the general conversation that I guess I'd say people our age have. Like yeah. I listen to people have conversations, and you would think they're talking about something like intellectual or something with real meaning behind it, but they're talking about love and hip hop, which is sad. It is. Yeah, you know, if your conversation or friendships or. Your life revolve around something so small. I mean, what does that mean for their think, children? And so artificial. I think you need to like, understand it's entertainment. I think that's where. But I don't think a lot wrong. of people think it's entertainment. That's the people issue. think it's reality. I don't think people talk about. They don't talk about love. People don't talk about Duck, Dyna, Duck Dynasty the way they talk about love and hip hop. They do out here. Really? Wait, you mean negatively? Or positively? People, there's Duck Dynasty everywhere out here. Actually, this Walmart right here has a <laughs> Duck Dynasty section. Really? Yeah. Yes. It's like four aisles of Duck Dynasty. Or like Honey Boo Boo? I don't know who that is. I think like, I've I seen a few kids who look like Honey Boo Boo. I feel like that, that is obviously, like, those are obviously, like, poor white people. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Love and Hip Hop is portrayed as, like, successful black people. Like, that's su- so true. That, that is stupid. Yeah. Like, you know, like that Cardi B chick. I don't even know them by names. I do. When she went to the, um, I saw the episode the where she went to, class? N- that, was that was ridiculous. But when she went to the etiquette class, oh yeah, and she was like, "My name Cardi B," and and I was just like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" But I also feel like there's like all those Real Housewives series with white women acting. They have one crazy. white woman. There's the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They're all white. There's the Real. They're all white. They're all white. Do they fight and stuff? Yes. Oh. But and you know what, Love and Hip Hop, which was the one, Love they're and Hip Hop, was that they're the one like, where she threw up in her hand and flung it to the other chick? Is that yeah. one? What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's did, like, it ended up being water that she threw at her, not throw up. Oh my God. 
I right. don't even know about that. Oh my god, that's I terrible. Think, right. It, you're I think right. They portray successful no, minorities. I do like agree, this, but I also think that there's white people doing it too. It's just whatever you choose to see, and most people choose to see the negative minority doing the crazy shit, and not the white people. I don't know. I wish there was like a like a love and rock and roll. Right. It was just like all white There people. was. Wasn't it Brett Diabetes? Brett Michaels? Brett Michaels? Uh-huh. Michael something? The, the singer from... I know what you're talking about, but still, like, it wasn't like... There weren't, like, multiple examples of successful white people acting... Hulk Hogan? Retarded. They acted pretty crazy. They acted crazy on their show, but it was still in, like, a loving kind of way. Right. Like, once his son got in that car accident where he, he like, paralyzed his best friend right. and killed somebody, like, that shit was swept under the rug so fast. Hey, didn't mm-hmm. Bruce Jenner kill somebody? Yes. You think that's why he transformed to a woman? To avoid all this other shit that he was going to face? I hoped he transformed into a woman before that to prove that women can't drive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he killed, yeah, he straight up killed somebody because he was, like, texting. And driving. Yeah, and, like, ran to the, I think he, did he go, did he, he veer to off the to the opposite side of the yeah, road and hit head somebody on. head on in a Hummer? Yeah. And they died. Yeah. And, I, I'm and the big conversation you. is about him Be- becoming a woman. being a woman. Do you think it was a publicity stunt to veer but people you know from actually remembering he killed somebody? I mean, think about it. No, like, I don't know about that because all the people no. that know him and I people, think that he really wants they say he's been like taking like estrogen Hormones, for like a long like, time. Years and years and years. I'm just a, com- a conspiracy theorist. I, I don't know. I do feel though that the media didn't play it up to what it should have been or didn't pay attention to it, and that all has to do with money and just what we pay attention to. But that's people's Dude, issues. Michael Vick went to prison. For dog fighting. For dog fighting. Exactly. So do people care more about dogs or human... You know what I'm saying? This guy killed a human being. Yeah. But there's so many avenues for people to use their time and resources, but instead we want to share something on Facebook. Or you think that's a thing, like we were talking about earlier, race and money? No, it's about the fact that people just are almost complacent, I think. Like, I can watch Love and Hip Hop, but day in and day out, I do work that's meaningful with the community. I sit on multiple, you know, I... But you're, you're I one things. out of, like, exactly. 10 million people who watch the fucking show. But everybody has that ability, is what I'm saying. And you have, like, like you have me. Or you have, like, I hope you have, like, black friends that you know aren't, like... Yeah, I like, think, aren't like that. Like, there are, there are white true. people... Well, we know, I do see that. Right. ...who's yeah. only... Um, only you know look into black life or black people is love and hip hop. That's true. That okay. is so true. I do agree. Yeah, with that. I, I see what you're saying. And like that dynasty I can almost be like... looked at like you know oh that's funny that's a comedy or Honey Boo Boo oh that's just one family right. living in a trailer park but like I don't know. But then I, I think it's different. I agree. I agree 100. percent Don't you also feel like as a people, as people of color, as minorities? It's our job to flip that script. Yeah, but I think when you meet someone who's not a minority, they already put you in the category. I agree. I know so how it's hard that to, feels. It's hard to... Like the dude that drove by you and said, hola. hola. Right, but then it's our job to flip that script and... No, sir. I don't speak Spanish. Well, now <laughs> Thank you very much. No, this guy owns a bow and arrow and wears camouflage. So maybe a different guy, but not that guy. It's our job... To say that and to have that conversation, but how many people actually have the courage to have those conversations? I don't know. I had those conversations. Yeah, if but I can like curse. Yeah, but you 
purpose, like, you want to have that conversation. I do. I do want to have that conversation. Like, you play it out in your head. I just hope this white guy comes up to me today. <laughs> so, it's, hey, so what do you think about love and hip-hop? I don't watch no fucking love and hip-hop, yeah, white man. Just, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, white man? You just play it out in your head, like, daily. I do. I have a script. Like, you're getting ready. Yeah. I don't know how men get ready. Yeah. I don't I don't know if we do our hair like that. <laughs> my hair is longer. Sometimes I do have to kind of deep condition you <laughs> And you like play it out in your head how you could be yeah, man. anti the man. Well, because those like like I Let's don't just know. talk about women's conversations in general are not deep sometimes. Yeah, like what we were saying earlier. Yeah, Women's conversations in general aren't like, man, I'm tired of these men going around slut-shaming us because we decide to explore our sexuality just the same This is the second do. time you've put out this slut-shaming. Because you let's are talk, slut-shaming. Yeah. Let's talk about slut-shaming, Andrea. Because <laughs> you... First of all, Amber Rose. Poor Amber Rose. How oh. is it poor Amber... Nobody... Poor t- Amber Rose. Number one. Number one. Nobody told her to be a stripper. A stripper. Which in itself... Demotes you to just certain talents. Or uh, she can dance on a pole. <laughs> yeah, which is which is. But th- either way, I don't think that like what is that? No, more know. so. Let's talk about Sierra. I think Sierra is a fine young. Because this is a co-parenting situation. Let's talk about. I them told you what I thought about Future. You think he's so? I you're, think he's outrageous. You're man shaming. No, Your father I, no, I think when a man or a woman, first of all, first of all, rewind. Just to just to give some context, the Sierra yeah. is suing Future. Future, right? Which for at fifteen this stage, million dollars. At this stage, at this stage, it could be correct for her to do that. Now, prior to that, he had very ample time to stop being outrageous. Being outrageous, how? Like talking about her? Talking That's what of, she's getting talking for. about how his son shouldn't be with Russell Williams. Russell, with, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He's a football with player. Russell. He's only he's shouldn't only be been in the Russell. Super Bowl twice. Shouldn't be with Russell. Okay. Her son shouldn't be with blah 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 blah. He's talking all kinds of nonsense. And that's ridiculous. I think it is publicly ridiculous. If you have a child and you care about that child more, you do not publicly go and talk about the. How other do you feel when pain. someone says? Their daughter shouldn't be with you. Their daughter shouldn't do this. Their daughter shouldn't. I think it's Hector, wrong. Hector is looking deep into Andrea's <laughs> eyes as if they've had personal situations like this. I think this. it's wrong Continue. to say that. I said it's wrong to say that. It's wrong to go out and publicly talk about that child. It was wrong for him to do it. And when? No, no, no. We're not talking. You're, yeah, you're changing subjects yeah. as women do. I think it's we're okay. Talk, no, we're talking uh, about her future having the right to say. I don't want him around my no. son. Go. No, he does not have the right to say that. Why not? Unless the person is like hurting the child, you don't have the right to say that. I so, mean, they do have the right to say it, but, but not publicly and not. Not only that, I think it, that's more of a. Um, it's like it's my self issue. I think he has issues with him judging himself as about the father he is. Sure. So he's self conscious about the man he is and the man that I he know. Wants, he maybe wants to be like Russell Listen. Wilson. But doesn't have the balls to say, hey, this is the man that I want to be like. Taking him out on red carpets or doing whatever, the son. What I'm, so like, I know my kids are never, ever going to have the feelings they have for me for another woman as a mother. Okay. Because I know I'm a good mother. Okay. So my ex-husband can, has had women around my children. They go mm-hmm. out, they go 
to play, museums, whatever, and all I want to know, not even from my ex-husband, from my kids, all I want to know is that they're treated kindly. Okay. That's all I care about, is that they're happy and they're treated kindly. That's all I care about. My kids come to me, have come to me with issues, because they're not used to sharing their father's time. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's his fault. That's my kids needing to work through that. I'm not going to go and be this angry woman and, like, attack my ex-husband about it. Okay. So I think it's perfectly fine for Sierra to have Russell... Wilson. Around. (laughs) And you think Future has no valid point to not want another man around his son? No. What did he think was going to happen? Future does not just have one baby mama, by the way. No, he has multiple baby mamas. What did he think was going to happen? If he was not treating a woman correctly, the woman decided to move on. Let's pretend he was treating her correctly and she just decided to move on. Did he think anything beyond that? He didn't try to marry her. They were married. They were married and divorced? Yeah, they were married for a year. So good. He signed the divorce papers. What did okay. he think was going to happen? I don't I don't think that he thought that she Exactly. Would, he didn't think I don't or think, had a can thought. I, can I finish? Fine, go ahead. I don't think that he thought that Sierra would be parading her son. Parading. Around. Can I finish? Okay. There's I no, need a pen and a paper so I can write this down. So I don't there's forget. no reason for future son to be at a Seattle Seahawks practice. Was his mother there? Yeah. Reason. So so everywhere the mother goes, the baby should go too. So she if the mother if the mother goes to get uh, why is it wrong to show her son a possible future for himself? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> why is it wrong that she thought this is really great? She her son is gonna see another man. Being successful, another option, another avenue in life. Well, get to meet people who are doing something. With does she show? Does she show him that the same way in her father? Her, you don't know what father? her everyday conversation. You are. don't know either. We're only talking about what is there, and her. Does the father have opportunity to go do that with his son? True. Okay. So does see does Sierra's history in any way play into this? Much like Amber Rose being a stripper. And kind of living off of the affections and the attention she gets from men, the Sierra's track record as far as dating people in the industry, coincidentally having songs and musical projects with these people that she's dating in the industry, and then dating this football player, and then coincidentally, in heavy quotation marks, being seen at practices and on the red carpet of the ESPYs and all of this sort of rebranding of herself as a mother with Russell Wilson, who is a stark contrast from Future, is I'm any of that is any of that Lord. considered? Um, sure, but that doesn't mean that. Can she's you be objective wrong. for one minute yeah, and think? I perhaps. do. I I definitely feel like women use their sexuality at times for opportunity. Okay. Do I think that that's wrong? So if she's willing to use herself, is it not possible or not feasible that she would use her son as well? I don't. Mm, I don't know. Like, let me take my son to Russell Wilson's practice, who is this, you know, lighter skinned, well groomed, you know, football player who, but that's to say who you that know, she volunteers at want. the at the children's hospital, and you know, she got takes, herself a good man. Why is there, and Future is feeling a little envious, it seems like. I don't know if he feels envious or if he just knows that she's kind of on some snake shit. 
She's slightly on some snakiness. You know, no. no. I don't think so. Wow. It's amazing how women can just, you know, sink their vaginas. And just <laughs> Together, like, we all just... We are on the same side, sister. <laughs> I feel you. I got you. Never met Sierra, but I know her plight and her position. You know And what? never met Amber Rose, but don't slut shame her. Slut don't slut shame these women. Okay. I don't think Sierra... Has Sierra been known to be in the... In the what? In the business? Like I, like I said earlier, she's dated <laughs> she's dated multiple guys in the industry. Bow Wow. But I also feel like... Yeah. Coincidentally, she's had songs with Bow Wow. You know 50 what? 50 Cent. Okay. Her personal projects don't really go that well, but she has these hit singles with these men. She dated Future. Future like wrote and industry. produced a bunch of her songs. Wait a minute. I, I was feel going like to. that's the music industry. If you're, you're going to interrupt me, I'm going to interrupt you I too. I feel like musically, like if you're, if you are an artist and mm-hmm. you're with somebody, mm-hmm. you automatically have those conversations and kind of groove together like that. Like I don't know. That's I my, hear that. That's I... my perception of people who are artists together because I feel like in reverse, men have did it a lot with with women like. Their girlfriends at the time, they go and they have... Like, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Um, but because they got married. So you're well, saying Beyonce... You're saying Jay-Z capitalizes on being married to Beyonce? Yes! Beyonce, capitalizes Beyonce on being is a worldwide pop star. Jay-Z was not in that category in the beginning. What are you talking about, Jay-Z? Beyonce... <laughs> go ahead, Hector. Please, please, please talk to your wife. At the time <laughs> when they got married, Jay-Z had a much bigger following than Beyonce. I don't know. I don't know if I agree on the pop star status of being worldwide and... Bringing in all these different crowds. I don't know if I agree with Jay. Yeah. I think that Beyonce had a farther reach. She may not be as worth much money. She may not have had all the business ventures. But I feel like star-wise, musically-wise, she might have had a different following. But I don't know. And I... might have been more stretched. No, well... No. I can see Beyonce being big in Japan. No, Jay-Z had a clothing line. Jay-Z had a record label. I said Jay-Z had not, all this. not money, not business. Can you go deal with that? Is that what you do when you're losing no. arguments? No. <laughs> no. I feel like money-wise, no, maybe not. But I do feel musically, she might have had a farther reach pop-wise. As Beyonce. As Beyonce. Not as Destiny's Child. As Beyonce. As Beyonce. Because I am pretty sure. And he helped her reach a different Correct. audience as well. He- they well, both helped each other. I don't. I no. don't know about that. How many? I think how so. many? It, okay, just off the fact that Jay Z has had a song on just about every Beyonce album, and Beyonce is not on every Jay Z album. Right. Number but one is, is everybody oh, who's on, listening on, to Jay Z's album listening to Beyonce's album. Hold on, just one second. Just one second. Um, Beyonce's major leap into her solo career. Was a Produced. song called uh, "Crazy in Love." Crazy in Love, produced and written by, featuring Jay Z. I agree. Beyonce writes no songs. It yeah. is rumored. We talked about that. And right? Sean yeah. Carter has credits on a lot of Beyonce songs. Even her I sister agree. Solange. Solange has credit. more writing credits than I don't than know, Beyonce. You know. I no, these are things. These are things. Like, these these no, are things I that agree, are Googleable. I agree yeah. with those things. Googleable. Googleable. I yeah. agree with those things, but I think this is like when we were talking about the presidency. When we we're like, okay, Bernie's just really far left, 
and we just need something middle of the road maybe to mm-hmm. get us there. I feel like Beyonce is the middle of the road. I think like Beyonce, Beyonce like nobody realized Beyonce was black until recently. <laughs> like that's what I feel like. No, like, I think Beyonce is just a, she's uh, like more accessible to different. She's styles. an entertainment puppet. I don't think she is an individual who says I'm gonna produce this album like this. Like this. don't get me wrong, she's a great performer, she's a great singer, but she's just an entertainment puppet. Like. Not on the same level as, but I would liken her to Michael Jackson. And the, Michael Jackson has songs written for him. I, so All he I really agree. has to do is show up, but put I, on a good dance. stage show, and record the song. Who's an artist? Although Michael Jackson was really good at writing his own, like beatboxing. And music. Like he was making that. his music. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, he yeah, would yeah. tell musicians, I want... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that for sure. I, I don't think... I don't know if Beyonce does that much. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I'm not saying this all started like Beyonce because women jumping on men to take men, that next step. I, I said that at I some think point that one of us both... is going to have to agree with her <laughs> just so I'm I can not keep my end. female listeners. Because right now it's like, oh, you got a woman on there, so y'all can beat up on her. Huh? Yes. Where's <laughs> all the feminists? Andrea's getting You're hot about to now. Get... Like, wait a second. I'm feeling. No, I think that this was a situation where because they got married and they both fed off each other musically, that she's not a whole now. Is what I'm what I was getting to. Wait, who are you talking about? Beyonce, Beyonce, like Beyonce, Mary Jay Z. So because they had all these songs together, it's not. She wasn't hoeing around because they got married and she, you know, whatever. But because other women do it and they don't get married, then all of a sudden they're getting down for for tracks. No, I just think when there's a pattern, like when you have to do a song. But we don't know any of Beyonce's patterns because she's uh she has a team. And because she got married. Cause she got married and stayed with him. You think you don't think you don't think Jay Z? I mean, there's been all kinds of rumors of Jay Z fucking so and so and fucking free from 106 and Park and. So then is he a slut? Is he a slut? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the at one point he was Rod Digger. He was with Rod Digger, wasn't he? I don't know about Rod Digger. Have you seen Rod Digger in the face? I don't think anybody was with Rod Digger. Okay. No disrespect, Rod Digger. She's not the she's not the hottest. Is he a slut then? Is the question. To talk, ab- where- to talk about that, we'll have to open up the conversation into male sluts versus female sluts. sluts and if there Why is, is it even. So different? Well, hoes are going to be hoes, and you can't blame Tammy. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know who Tammy is. As she comes out on Drake and Little Wayne songs. So, oh, it's probably okay. the same stripper, I don't know. Hilarious. So, I don't know. I just don't agree with it. I don't I, agree that... Well, what you're arguing is like a generational... Like, you got to go back a lot of years to even find the root of that, right? Like... Yes. I mean, men are always taught to like, you know, sow your royal oats or, you know... Royal. I like um, how you added royal because I'm pretty sure it's just sow your country ass oats. Well, you know, <laughs> being, like... being black, you know, we're all kings. You know, <laughs> no. we're in Africa, we're all kings. So it's royal oats. I heard that one. It was very majestic, but um, no, it's not royal oats. It's sow your oats. I don't know. I feel like there's... Sow your average ass oats because you're a man, and I don't agree with that. I, I don't know. I mean, there's... Okay, so... We talk about this because we have daughters, FYI. I know. I mean, as you should. You know, there's like a lot of conversations our daughters wanted to... Now explore their sexuality what would our reactions be and it would be like do you guys know which one of your daughters is like most likely to be a lesbian like if you had to pick probably Isabella (laughs) (laughs) I I only say this not not to be stereotypical but she's a fine physical specimen sure she loves sports okay um 
She's kind of built like a linebacker. Hilarious. She's uh, yeah. she's just massive. She's just like very tomboyish. And and but I'm okay with that. And you have to be now. Right. Like you can't not be because right. if anybody. That time had- if anybody at the school gets a whiff of it, if you right. know, if I don't, she says she has how many sisters? If one of them is like extremely liberal, which may be her, right. like you gotta kind of ex- let her explore her, you which know, is okay. Tomboy I, mean, I think that we've talked about it. I mean, we've we're okay with if Jaimito says that he's I gay. Like I think we'll be okay with it. Really? I don't like the double yeah. standard that there is. Somebody You're not gonna try like send them to one of those like pray to, to gayaways, like pray to gayaway camps. I don't know. <laughs> I'm being. That's I'm terrible. sorry. I'm sorry. So, I'm so politically incorrect. You're right. It is. That's what the show is for, though. I'm sorry. But yeah, I think we've had those conversations. Like, you know, like we talked about our sexualities, and you know, it's I genetic. Could... Yeah, you know, like. Andreas. You just know what you want. Yeah, you're just. Whoa, there, Andreas. <laughs> Andreas. Pass. Loose? No. Andreas. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a joke. I'm sorry. Now I, you're really gonna. Lose. I have I have no knowledge of your looseness now you're really gonna or lose your relationship with me at all. Followers. I don't know anything about that at all. Because the only woman who's ever stood up for. Her. Quote unquote, heavy quote unquote sluts on your show. Now you call loose. Well, you're the only woman that's been on my show. Exactly. You and based more. on your performance, you may be the last. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I just think that's like a, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but like men, number one, there's more women than there are men, especially, and then scientifically, number one. Statistically, around the world. Oh, God. Why'd you have to... <laughs> and then, especially when you consider, like, that minorities are, like, you know, the majority of... There's, like, a high percentage of us that are, like, dead before 21 or in prison or, you know... What has the, what does that have to do with you slut-shaming people? Because I feel like... It's right because there's more I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying that women having sex with multiple men... Is their damn ...is just choice. looked at different than... Men having sex with multiple women. And that's a societal view, just like race. It's a construct it's a, that we've it, made in our heads to to So it's made up justify, in our head. But, I'm to sorry. justify putting somebody else down. Because if we can measure somebody by these artificial measurements that we make, like race and how many people you slept with. Why, like, no, no, oh my no, 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 no. That's not artificial. That's those are hard facts. <laughs> like It's a hard fact that your skin tone is different from mine, but that doesn't mean it changes anything about us. No, but it changes the way people perceive things about us, though. And that's that the perception is a fake construct. Perception is reality. For, oh, and everybody's perception is different. That's the catchphrase. That's why it makes No, what so you have to try to do is you have to try to change people's perceptions. Oh, my God, no. You know, by, not, are, by having less in, shows like we are Love and Hip Hop. See, it all goes back to and love more shows where... We are in a generation where women can go and work and do just as many things as men. Granted, we are not the same. That's true. But we can That achieve. right there kills your whole argument. No, the fact we can that we're achieve not the same. just as much, though, of these societal constructs we made. We can go to work. Working is not something that is a natural thing for humans. I think it's definitely been constructed for us to do. Um... Just like well, mm. race was a construct. Just like a number of men you've been with make you X, Y, and Z. That is a man-made thing. Is and, it? And to be technical, yes. and to be technical, 
If you just meet somebody, you have no idea what that number might be. I don't know Hector's number still. And I would never tell her. And there's something she would never and want to know. know mine. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I don't think either one of you should know. You shouldn't know. And, and it's so, too late in the game now but anyway. That's, but that's why it's a man. I just feel like this whole perception is just something we've made. By a dominant... Mind you, you are so big on race issues, but you're forgetting the fact that men control this world for the most part. As they should. Oh my God. What are you talking oh, about right now? I cannot be in this room. <laughs> what do you mean? Could you imagine a world where women controlled the... I know you're just saying oh that to God. hurt me. You know what? And I don't think there will be war. It's just countries won't be talking to each other for a very long time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, there would be no, there would be no foreign relations. You know, we couldn't get French fries over here. You know, pasta, this is the most rice. Where's your mom? <laughs> right. I hope your mom listens to this and yells at you. She won't. She'll pro- I, I don't know if she will or not. Director Love will be on the show sooner or later. That's, that's my that. mom's nickname. Now, I do believe that women need to be taught more about themselves, about their bodies, about how it is their choice, about how there's always going to be a man who wants you because men are like that. And, and men are like men are like what? How do you what? Oh, is, so oh, what you just said is it sexist? Oh, men are just like that. I yeah, have to men, throw a sexist something listen, out there to men, counterbalance. Men all this are far men are far more sexually inclined than women oh, are. What would you agree? I agree. Although no, you know what? Women are just as sexual beings as men are. We just hide. But there is no but. But. Since the societal... There's no but. You say No, but. no. The societal stigma of women sleeping around, you know, it stops them from being... Or it makes them hide it. Or it makes them... Correct. But know, at the same it time... It makes it okay for men to exploit them based on it. But at the same time, women have to teach other women that... It exists. No. I was yes. going to say that. That just because you're a woman, you can't use your body to get specific things because... Your body gets old, and there's going to be a point in life where That's you being true. beautiful is not going to get you places anymore. Because I know I a lot of women that. who are like that. Sure. They're beautiful, and they try to use it to get whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And then they hit a certain age where they don't get as much anymore. Sure. And they have nothing to fall back on. And they have mad because they haven't developed a personality. Mm-hmm. Right. They haven't learned how to play Xbox. <laughs> They haven't learned how to tell jokes. Right. That's true. Like, Patrice O'Neill has this awesome... Uh, I don't know if you know who Patrice O'Neill is. He's this comedian that I listen to. Or he died, but I listen to a lot of his stuff. He was like, so if a woman was in a horrible bus accident and she had to have her vagina amputated, how would she attract men after that? How would you attract men if you had to have your vagina amputated? Talk to them? Talk to them. You know what? The... I, I think don't that's know, one I'm thing. What, oh my god! You know, that's one thing. Thank that, you for not being able to right. suspend disbelief for <laughs> five well, seconds. One thing I said, that, talk to them, and you said no. Talk that's to one them. thing that I found attractive about, about Andrea. She was able to have conversations that most women and people that I met in my life couldn't have. Like we would sit there and talk about why Smokey Robinson, you know, carried certain music. We had deep conversations where a lot of people our age can't have those conversations. Type of conversation. I agree. I mean, Andrea, Andrea is kind of um, a ringer to have on this show because you know she's 
she's somewhat more liberal than like the average woman. So like, whereas most women would say, if I had my vagina, vagina amputated, well, I would just jobs. start exactly. Oh, that's what you're. Or I let him do it in the butt, and it's right. like you. So you wouldn't learn that how to. Not even been on my mind. So you wouldn't learn how to tell jokes. You wouldn't learn how to you know score a baseball game. Right. You wouldn't get interested in sports. I said talk to them. Women as a whole, a lot of times, reduce themselves to a to collection that. of holes. That's right. true. And I think it's women is... have to teach other women. See, there's this weird thing about women. They're in competition with each other. Sure. They're not in competition. They're not, they don't do things to like... I do things to make them happy. No, what I'm saying, a lot of women don't do things in general. I meant like get dressed yeah. in a Listen, specific way. Like, no, need to, <laughs> no need to embellish on that. Leave it the way it is. No, there's a lot of women who do certain things not to like get a man's attention, but to show other women she's better. Instead of working together, sure. a lot of women... Work against each other. Work against each other. Whereas in men, we'll have a disagreement... All right, we'll talk shit, we'll argue, bury the hatch, and move forward. Where women will hold grudges forever. Sure. So it's like, I and think, I think a lot of that has to do with men's um, knowledge that you know um, you can get your ass whipped. Right. You know that like physical, like fisticuffs is very much a um, option, a, a possibility right. to settle this. I had a problem with hitting. Is that where Mito got it from? But it's over now. Yeah. Uh, I had a hitting problem. women? No, just hitting in general. Oh. I get angry. Yeah, women think that's okay. But it's over now. Yeah. There's another thing. Like, no, no, seriously. I think there's a lot of stuff women can get away with, and all men want to do is have sex with a couple women. Right. Oh. <laughs> right? What? Did you say right to that? No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Go ahead, talk, character. <laughs> No, oh, well, I was going to say... No, um, well, Andrea say, is tightening the chain and shortening actor's leash. No, what I was going to say is that... <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of women expect to get away with things that men... Can't. Would never get away with. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? And, it's and like, I agree, and it's not okay. It, it's sort of like, what was I watching where... You know, I, I think... In no circumstance, a man should have ever hit a woman. It was love and hip-hop. But... This girl was like pounding the shit out of this dude, and he pushed her violently, right? Mm-hmm. So he shook her. If she were, yeah, if another man were to hit that man, he would have decked his ass back, right? But because she was a woman, he took a different approach. But even that was singing is too much. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Like, what do people expect to happen in that situation if it was a male, male, or woman, or woman? Yeah. You know? So it's like we have all these societal. You know constructs. Yeah, that holds people back and stops people from from growing. Yeah, I had something I was gonna say, but I totally forgot it. But let's talk about No Manches. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, no Manches. No yeah. Manches. Yeah. So, tell the people about your T-shirt company, bro. So, uh, No Manches. It's actually a. Uh, so actually, I, I took a step away from it. My brother's running the company. Okay. Um. Well, the whole idea of no manches is... Um, is there a translation for that? What does that mean? Well, the real... There's no... Well, the literal translation means do not stain or uh-huh. no staining or something in that context. But the idiom... It's sort of like when the British people say quit being cheeky. Okay. That's exactly what no manches is. Like, okay. quit fucking around. Got it. You go back to that me. no cheating thing? Um, what are you talking about? But the whole, the whole idea of no manches... No, this is Hector's thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole idea of no manches is... Um, 
sort of giving a voice to people of color to wear things that they want to convey, convey a message, sort of being that voice for people who don't know how to speak up, who don't know how to speak up, but creating designs that speak for the people. Okay. So it's sort of like, you know, Latino pride, Chicago pride, a little bit of everything. Y'all got some black t-shirts? Actually, we do. The fuck, bro? (laughs) Well, Andrea is a quarter black. We started going into, uh, a lot of our designs are actually... Oh, I'm sorry. Afro Afro influence. We have a lot of Afro influence in our culture. Um, for some reason, Mexico was... A lot of countries denied that Afro influence, and Mexico was one of those leading countries where they finally declared that there's a huge Afro influence sure. in the culture. Um, but that's something that Omaches has always preached. I mean, we, we talk about the indigenous influence, uh, the Afro influence, um, and what makes somebody Latino. There's a little bit of Afro, a little bit of indigenous, and, of course, the forced European um, tendencies. Um, For example, one of the hugest things that Europeans force on on the population where it was Christianity. Um, There's certain things. So it's like, being Latino means so much. You know, that, that word Latino is like a loaded dictionary. That's what's up. What, uh, what, like, inspired you to start that? Um, well, I think the whole idea... So before, it, it was, like, slapstick humor, Mexican humor. But I think working with the community and really understanding who I was as a person and all the things that create... I'd say, well, first of all, myself. Like, I had self-reflection uh, growing up in, in the South Side. Um, I was Mexican-Latino growing up. Uh, at the time it was a changing neighborhood in the beginning it was predominantly black just understanding everything that created Hector Cambrai how many people have that same sort of influence you know what all these outside things that create somebody influences how many people do I share that with so we, we started exploring different stories different backgrounds and it's very very common that a lot of outside influence sure. create who you are, your perspective on things, um, whether it's societal issues, whether it's educational issues, whether it's uh, historical. Historical. Uh, this is Hector. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff influenced the person I am today, and designing. I'd say, okay, what, what inf- to be Latino? What does that mean? You know, so we started building off of that. Sort of spreading the word of, you know, of what? Jesus. Of Jesus. Hilarious. uh, (laughs) No, just spreading the word of of Latino, the perspective of being Latino, what that means. Because a lot of people, especially in Mexico, they they deny the Afro influence. There's like the whole Veracruz side of Mexico is predominantly black, you know? And it's hidden. And it's like people don't talk about it. People... Evade, avoid it you know they it's not spoken about but in Omanches what we wanted to do was talk about Latinoism as a whole um, it wasn't even really taught in schools when we worked with students students didn't know that slavery wasn't Mexico right like they did not know about the slave trade they didn't know where it extended to they didn't know anything anything about it they didn't know how the 
racist things they said today derived from slavery in Mexico. Yeah. They were La Bamba. It was a slave song from West Africa. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. It was a, a, a chant that a lot of the West African slaves sang. Hmm. And it just developed, changed language in Mexico. A lot of um, music is very... A lot of cumbia is very Afro salsa. Even though I was born in Puerto Rico, heavy Afro influence. Well, yeah, I mean, Puerto Rico is like very... Right. So it's sort of like, like, uh, just like understanding Latin America in general. I mean, Haiti was the first free country in this side of the world. Mm. Not a lot of people know that. hundred years before the United States was free, you know, here we have this uh, quote-unquote slave island that's free, that nobody knows about. You know, we have um, so many things that just in, in history, you know, people... We're excited that we had a black president in the United States in 2008. Fucking Mexico's second president was black. Yeah. yeah. So people, we would find out that people didn't. Were like, aware of that. When we ask kids where Christopher Columbus landed first, mm-hmm. they would say like... One kid said Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock. Like all yeah. kinds of stuff. We're like, whoa, you're like, <laughs> on the wrong. Yeah, so like this whole understanding of... Understanding of history, I think, was one of the biggest influence uh, why we sort of changed the direction of Mel Montes. Just because the perception of history is, like, way off. And that goes towards, you know, this uh, history is taught by the victors. So yeah. a lot of that shit is, like, who knows where it's at. Right. That's what's up. And you guys have a location. Uh, we have a location in, in Pilsen. It's on 18th and Morgan. Across the street from Simone's. Yeah, across the street from that, uh, they just closed that barber shop, right? Yeah. 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 I got my bar. I got my hair cut there for like uh, like two months. Yeah, I think they they sold the building. Oh, okay. That's what's up. So, but yeah, I, and the, like the whole idea behind all matches was that um, that I think a lot of our history, a lot of things we're taught, especially as minorities, is like word of mouth. Um, grammar school, I, we didn't learn shit about being Latino or black. I mean, okay, we had three pages about the civil rights. Right. But aside from that, you know... Like, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther right, King, right. Martin Luther King. Right. They, and, I mean, yeah, he did a great job, but, you know, we all know he wasn't that good of a man, you know. So it's like... Why? Because he liked vagina? Yeah, because he liked vagina. We're back on that topic now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, let's go. So it, it's sort of like... And the things that That's we had water. to do to learn about these kind of things, like... I don't know if I was smoking and I came to this realization that the X-Men is a civil rights movement. It's literally, the mutants are yeah. represent minorities and here we have Professor X, Martin Luther King, Magneto, Malcolm X, choosing sides and like, it just hit me that one time we were watching the movie I'm like, this is the civil rights movement. Mutants are quote-unquote minorities. Here you separate two sides. You got the radicals, you got you know, the peaceful people trying to fight for the rights in their own everyday way. rights yeah in their own way but it's the same message and I think that's what life has been and now to this day we're still fighting those basic rights and you know it broke my heart when I found out that The Lion King was about socialism and, com- and capitalism broke my heart mm. and, and it is it's like we I'm have, gonna have to rewatch that movie which one? Lion King yeah it's, I was a big fan of JTT remember he oh, was the yeah. voice of Simba yeah, yeah Simba just can't wait to yeah. be king. Aww. Yeah. So it's like we have the, all these messages, and I think it's up to us to really learn from the messages that we're being given and 
And it's up to us to teach our kids to find that information that their school's lacking to teach. Sure. Um, Every year I have to tell the kids when they come home with their Christopher Columbus papers and their Thanksgiving stuff, like what really happened. Mm. So it's like, I think that's the whole reason behind why No Matcha started. Awesome. Um, but yeah, like I took a step away. My brother's running the business. Um, Latino team. owned. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's no outside investors. Boom. Yeah. No manches clothing. Dot yes, com. Dot net. Dot net. Dot com is a Japanese pharmaceutical company. Really? Yeah. I no I manches. don't even know. No manches. Dot net, and then uh, check out the location on 18th and Morgan when you get in a beer at Simone's. Just walk across the street. <laughs> just walk across. If you're at the uh, Tamale place down the street, right over the tracks. Have you, you ever been there? Have you ever had Tamales? See, my experiences with Tamales isn't like vast, so I don't know if this is like if this is like the Taco Bell of Tamales. You know, I think it's. Um, I don't know if I went on their off day. Yeah, I mean, I love the people who own it and run it, but I feel like. Do you feel like sometimes people change something to appeal to? Sure. The masses. The masses. Like sure. Beyonce. I think they kind of change. This is why a female president would put our country in a hole. <laughs> They'd be like, "Remember when you didn't want to give us all that, uh, all those resources? Remember when you learned to let us build that pipeline? Hmm. I'm not giving you any corn." <laughs> but I think they changed what the recipe is supposed to be to the appeal for the masses. Yeah. I mean, I, which is, I mean, a smart business move. But sure. But if you were to want an authentic tamal, I don't think. I would drive to you do better getting one from, from the, Lupe, the cart right? yeah. in front of Seriously. Uh, yeah. what was the place uh, you should give a shout out to La Casa de Pueblo is that the name of the place what's the name of the, uh, the, uh, the grocery store over there yeah La Casa de Pueblo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure I fucked with them yeah they, they're yeah. a great place to go did you really like the Mexican food in Pelton yeah yeah some places were good yeah like my favorite like my favorite taco place actually closed and it was like right on Blue Island, and um, it was like a tiny place, the shack. a tiny front spot, spot, and then they had like a seating area in the back. Oh yeah, yeah. they used to serve them like that. out of the window sometimes yeah. too. I like that place. They closed. My the guy that made the tacos kind of like had a tick, like the crackhead twitch. Yeah. yeah, and then now I go to uh, El Mesquite. Oh, and Mesquite? Yeah, which yeah, is Mesquite like right, really good. right on the okay. other side of the pink yeah, line. Yeah, that's where our, uh, on our first Amanche's location was at. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take my mom in there all the time. We get tacos. That, uh, I don't know if it's the Salvadorian restaurant right there. Yeah, good too. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then, um, I mean, in the summertime, I get, you know, my, uh, my elotes from the guy that makes them out of the, the Gatorade yeah. thing. I fucks with, I fucks with Pilsen. I was a big fan. I like, um, the... Michicon. Oh, the Michoacan? There yeah, you yeah. Go. I get the uh, the fucking mango it thing. Totally different in Spanish. <laughs> Does it really? No. Anyway, I get the mango thing with the chili. Yeah. And then like the like the straw, the yeah. chili straw. That shit is flame. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So do you want to have a little Latina baby? Um, a little Mexican. No offense. <gasps> my, but y- y'all my, crazy. No, no. <laughs> I mean, listen, y'all, y'all can't be any crazier than black women. I don't sure. know. 
I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not going to confirm nor deny your statement. Hilarious. I I would have to. No offense to you personally, but I would have to have. If I was going to fuck with a Latino chick, she'd have to like speak Spanish and like be like heavy Latino. Because I have a I have a very well I have what I would consider a a very. Um, culturally aware and culturally involved black family so I would want that to even that out and <laughs> and that's the only way I feel like my family would like truly understand right. like I couldn't I, I like I could date a white girl I guess but like I just think it would be too different in terms of like what culture well I think a lot of white people have agreed that being white means not having a culture I think it's like an unwritten sure. agreement that all white people have. Yeah, because everything to them is cultured. Like right, and then I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to date some white girl who felt like she was getting her culture points from dating a black guy right. and being, you know, hanging out with some black family, and then sooner or later she starts acting like a black girl. Like I don't know. I want if I was gonna date someone outside of my culture, you want someone with their own strong identity, exactly. Right. So that I can I can learn from her right. about her people, and she can learn from me about my people. Well, that's what it's supposed. That's what life is supposed to be. I mean, I, you come from different tribes to learn from each other. Sure. Do you have a timeline of when you want to have this child? I mean, fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm 30 now, and I don't want to be, like, an old parent. You don't want to be that 75-year-old guy playing catch with his 12-year-old? No. Like, and then, I, like, I want to be able to, like, stunt for my kid. Like, if they have, like, Father Sunday, and, like, I want to be able to, like, win some races or, like, yeah. throw a ball for real or, like, be involved in his life physically. Or her life. Or her life. Yeah, yeah, I'm not opposed to having a daughter. I do think that... Um, the issue, like, I talked about this on the last interview I had with my boy Phil, because, like, he just had a son, and he's the only one of my friends who's had a son. Like, he just had a daughter, Chief had a daughter, a lot of, a lot of my friends have daughters. But, like, my dad and his dad, like, had, like, uh, on-off relationship, Mm -hmm. like, they had, like, tiffs and whatnot, and then, like, me and my dad are kind of the same way. So I feel like, you know, God is going to put a son in my life. To try to alleviate or try to maneuver through some of those issues, so I, I'm not opposed at all to having a daughter. Like, I mean, I I want to have a kid that's mine. Period, whatever it is. But um, healthy. Yeah. Why do you keep asking for timeline? I would like, definitely like to do something in. So. I would definitely like to do something in in the near in, in the next in, decade. In the next decade, I'd, you know, I'd like to. I'd like to have something in the next five years. Honestly, okay. Just I mean, my mom had my sister when she was thirty-five, and that's we're all she has. So especially if I start, but your mom about, looks young. Damn. I think so too. You yeah, know? your mom looks young. Yeah, so especially like if I plan on having like more than one, like I need to start knocking something out soon. Soon, yeah. With. A woman. Okay. <laughs> a woman who wants to have kids with me. Okay. Because I have very strong opinions on how I want to raise them and oh, what I really? want them to what be into. Um, I don't know. I I want them to have like a family, like a, a mother and a father. Okay. Um, I'm not opposed to like co-parenting, but like. You don't I'm, want that. Not really. Like I just I don't know. I want us to, and and I I really want to have like black children 
especially in this time where, like, you know, like that whole Time Magazine thing about, you know, in the year 2020, all kids are going to look, you know, Arab. Like yeah. Yeah, like you. Shut up. But, like, you know, that was offensive? No. Go oh. Ahead. But, yeah, I want to have, like, some black... I want I want kids that are around my kids to know that they know black people. Okay. Like, you know, like, yeah. He wants black children, just in case. Just want to update you. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Is that weird? No, no. Oh. Yeah. I just want to get him... Caught up? Yeah. Well, I knew I wanted to be a father at a young age, probably, like, 13, 14. Because I thought I had the same thought process. I don't want to be that oldest. Yeah. Dad. I mean, I don't want to have him at 18. I mean, that's obviously too right. much for that. <laughs> but, you know, like, I know a lot of people who had kids when they were 18 and 20 or whatever. And, like, it can be weird. Like, I see a lot of, like, single mothers who, like, overly celebrate their sons. Mm-hmm. And, like, their son is, like, you know. It's bizarre, right? Their stand-in boyfriend. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Their son is, like. 10 or 12 and they still calling him baby and I think and like, that's gonna damage this kid because then he's gonna have that that's how women should treat me kind yeah. of it, it's mentality like, it's weird I think women do it to their kids man or woman like girl mm-hmm. or boy okay. they're like that their kid isn't like them yeah generally what I see with women who have daughters it's like my daughter is my best friend yeah and it's like nah she's a daughter like yeah like (laughs) she's a daughter not your best friend yeah because you know women women challenge each other and women you know like you alluded to earlier like women compete with each other and I don't think that you should start that trend of like you and your daughter being so cool or being so comfortable with each other that at some point you know I you agree. start looking at her like a threat, right. you know? I mean, we, we've heard of those kind of situations even when in families, you right. know? Like, you know, Terrible. your daughter gets to a certain age and then you start to get jealous of how right. your your husband deals with them right. or, like, the attention they give them or, like, versus what he gives you. And I don't know. And then, like, I really want I really want to have kids because I think, like, my mom would be, like, a great grandmother. Aww. And I think there's a lot of shit that, like, she taught us that, like, I... I, I can't teach a child. Like what? Um, I don't know. Just, you know, um, I mean, I, patience, hilarious <laughs> patience and just like cultural family stuff, you know, like I, I can be, I, I, in my family, I can be described as somewhat alternative or somewhat like free thinking. Mm-hmm. And there are just like some traditional staples that I would like for my kids to get from a grandmother. That's true. I think my parents could teach kid, uh, our kids things that yeah. we can't. I think I it's about any any grandparents. Any. I didn't really have a grandparent growing up. Me either. Like, you know. I yeah, always me wondered what it was. I always wondered, like, I wanted a grandparent to, like, bake me cookies. Like, is that what grandparents do? Or, like, slip me some dollars in my pocket. Or, yeah. you know. I had a great-grandmother, but she was, like old school depression era so she would give me a dollar and be like don't spend it all in one place yeah she'd give her a dime hilarious yeah it was shiny like, nickel go get yeah. yourself some white castles it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really, a dime it wasn't really fruitful hilarious yeah but, I, I, my grandmother was tough but uh, my my mom's mother was is a tough grandmother I Your think grandmother yeah my mom's mom uh, my dad's mom my mom my dad's mom was very loving uh, she was always 
there to console, hug. She was like the definition of what I think people think grandmothers are. Mm. My dad's mom. I think I one of the reasons I loved Hector was because his family. Because <laughs> he has such a good family, like sure. a close family, supportive family. Yeah. And like my my dad doesn't fuck with me that much, but he, I think he'd love my kids or like being a granddad or something like that, you know? I think my parents are good grandparents. I think about being grandparents, all the fuck ups you did as a parent, you get to redo, you get to redo it as yeah. a grandparent. Sure. I think that's what a lot of grandparents do. are a great grandparent. They're like, like on the way out of the house, your mom's like, don't spank Jaimito. She used to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, what? Yeah, I, I think that being the grandparent is sort of like that second. Do you want some water? No, I'm good. That next opportunity to be a Can better. Drink that water is that baby water? What is that? It's distilled water. Distilled water. Oh. We drink distilled water because fluoride and shit like that. Government trying to control After our Flint, thoughts. After Flint, you should drink. <laughs> no, I feel you. I do. I generally drink bottled water. Okay. I don't well, you got to be careful because even bottled water has fluoride in it. So you got to go with distilled. Okay. Hey, Are, do you, I'm do, looking do you, get, you, do you get cancer from bottled water? No, you you know what the third eye is? Yeah. It, it decalcifies yeah, it? It does. Boom. Fluoride and... All about the third fluorine. eye. Yeah. I'm trying to get on some ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go... Did you, did you, have you seen the Chelsea? The Chelsea on Netflix? Chelsea Handler? I don't watch Chelsea Handler, no. It's hilarious. Oh, is it? It is really yeah, hilarious. Yeah, next she's going to tell she me She does ayahuasca. Does she? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's what mm. I was getting to. She needed an episode on drugs. Ayahuasca, uh, mushrooms. I don't know what she did, all of them, but I know um, I have DMT. I'm not down with yeah. that. Yeah, you gotta to, open up that third I'm eye. Trying to explore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she did ayahuasca. That's what I was getting to. Oh, that's what's up. You know, I generally discount your comments because you're a woman. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's my that. God. Next time, raise your hand. There you Whoa. go. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to wrap this up in like the next 10 minutes. Okay. So just some, some quick points. Some closing um, thoughts? No, no, no. Just some like lightning round. Okay. Bang, bang, oh bang, bang, bang. Okay. Um, why can't men have sex with multiple women? They can as long as they're not in a monogamous relationship. Okay. Monogamy is a choice. Okay. Have you, as in this... Have you, as a woman, ever felt like you've had sex when you didn't want to? No. No? But I'm a very militant woman, so oh, I'm the God. wrong example. Okay. Like, literally, I would hold... Yeah, I've been very... I'm a bad, I'm a bad example. Okay. Next question. You're usually the aggressor. <laughs> <laughs> Come here! <laughs> Put this pussy on your face! <laughs> With all that facial hair, my G. Like, <laughs> Dude, whoa, okay. It's like deep conditioning. Dude, it's, Go ahead, lightning round, you're getting distracted. Um, <laughs> Why are you getting red? No one's seen your face. Yes. I recently found out that I was... Were you breastfed? Uh, for like a month and a half. I was not breastfed at all. I was, really? a, I was, a, I was a Similac baby. I know, but I was just telling my mom, imagine how much taller I could have been if she had a, gave me some of that, that natural milk. Well, my mom gave me a tip for about a month and a half, so I can only imagine I would See? much bigger. See, you're yeah. way taller. Okay. You breastfed all your kids? Yeah. How old did you stop with? Well, Zara's still getting breastfed. Mito got six Oh, yeah, for sure. Mito got about six months. Zara's at ten, ten months. How long are you going to? 
So she's 16. 12 months. 16. 12 months? 12 months. Why 12 months? Because that's when formula ends, usually. Are, at that point, are you going to, like, start, like, pumping and give it to her in a bottle, or... I'm probably going to give her almond milk. Oh, okay. Or soy milk, something. Okay. My friend Phil is... His son is being breastfed. I think he's one and a half. And they're, like, struggling to, like, get him on a bottle now. Yeah. Because, like... Like she's like well, his we, main food source. Yeah, we've we've we give her bottles when she's not like we'll pump it. Okay. We'll take the bottles yeah, home, mom. I and work. I work full time, so she has to take a bottle. Got it. So the bottle idea is already in her her head. She's That's already bad. used to the bottle. How long have you guys been married? Uh, by state, two years. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've been together for five. We've known each other for five. We've known each other since for six. We've we known are each other for two years. I know. Okay. We've known each other since she was pregnant with Jaimito. Jaimito is going to turn six. I feel like she's trying to give you some kind of signal. Like, shut the <laughs> no, fuck up. Go ahead. We can keep going. Um, big differences from the first year of marriage to now. Oh, my God. The first year of marriage was hell. Why? Yeah, why? Because we were just, like, getting to know each other. I feel like you're just, like, struggling. Like, the first two years of maybe living together is hard. Okay. Yeah. You're just, like, getting to know each other. There were a lot of things I had to deal with personally. He had to deal with personally. I mean, like, understanding myself and, like, why maybe relationships didn't work out in the past and just, like, a lot of... It's a lot of self-reflection. You figured that out hard. after you got married. Yes. I think we started figuring that out two, two years of living with each other. Okay. Yeah, because you, you kind of start seeing repetitions and, like... What has gone wrong in previous relationships? Or none of that, just like shit that you see your parents do, or yeah, you kind of start like seeing reflect, like you reflect what you what happened with your parents in your current relationship and with your kids, and you just start and how it might happen again. So it takes a lot of self reflection and self discipline, and out of like a looking from within to change the relationship because most of the problems are self issues. Yeah, and I think you try to blame your partner, the other person. You guys have three daughters and one son. And one son. Mm-hmm. Are there ways that you parent the girls different than the boy? No. I don't think so. I, I keep I, them all the same. I think we're only now starting to see our daughter grow up and become a woman, Allison. So things are changing in the sense where I'm like, okay, if you're dressed nicely, you can't be like doing cartwheels like in that sense but we don't parent they they all have the same roles if they're all out playing and Mito falls and Isabella falls do you tell him to stop acting like a pussy and get up and tell her oh well actually there was a incident well you kind of baby Jaimito I baby Jaimito more okay but that's because he's my son. <laughs> so they, they were both okay. riding the bikes, and they crashed into each other. They okay. both fell. Uh, Jaimito had a scrape on his arm. Isabella's uh, bike broke. She had a scrape on her knee. And I, I think I babied And we're like, we're like, hey, guys. I was like, get up. Get up. Stop cry- Don't cry. You weren't crying. You started and crying I'm- when you seen blood. And Isabella, after a few minutes, she's like, all right, whatever. But we came back home, and Jaimito was still looking for sort of like... I think they both were. I think I'm more like that with all the kids. So he was looking for a little bit more coddle from from Andrea. Okay. So, do you do you feel any? And I'm talking to Jess Hector now. Do you feel any like uh, 
any weirdness about like disciplining him or like being like a father role in his life? No, I've known Hamito since he was pretty much born. So I think being a father figure, I feel like he's my son. I mean, I don't think there's anything that I w- wouldn't do for him. Um, it hardly, it, I'd say it rarely crosses my mind that he's not my biological son. Like that never really. I think the kids know that, but we don't force them to call us anything. Right. More. Like I don't make them call me Pappy or Dad or. What does he call you? Hector. He calls you Hector. Yeah. Oh. So okay. does Allison. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we don't force them to. If that one day, if one they want to do that, then we're not going to yeah. tell them no. But we don't tell them to do something else either. Well, I've I've gone to school operations, and Addison has called me her dad or stepfather. Right. Like she'll go. I, I think what's happening with the kids is they're like, they feel a certain way about me. Like they, I think they feel that I really care for them as much as their father. But they spend time with their father. Got so it. in their mind, I don't think they could have two dads. Got it. So I think that's what they're. Oh, that's fine. Dealing with right now, but Isabella calls Andrea mommy. Yeah, yeah, she does. Cool. That's really all I got, guys. You guys have any questions for me? Why do you hate women? (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate women. I just feel like there's a lot of things that women don't get challenged on, and now in this time where like it's like all this like women's rights and women, this like whole like like regenesis of feminism. I think it's a lot of bitches that don't know what they're talking about. That's true. Yeah, for the most part. So I just, you know, I just want to, I want women to have an opinion that is original and is that is not emotion based and be mm-hmm. able to like back it up and answer it. Like this thing I posted on Facebook um, about, you know, nine, nine secrets of women or what was it? It was nine secrets about female nature told by a hot dying, uh, a hot girl dying of cancer, which I don't really know what that had to do with it. What's that? It's just five secrets of uh, nine secrets of women, and um, I'll just run through them real quick. As soon as my shit loads, come on. Here we go with the the moment of. But this is this is why I have guests so that you can like make yourself useful and, nice. and say sing something. and dance. Sing and dance. <laughs> Tap dance. Thanks. Just a little. You okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, women are exactly like little children. A man has to have boundaries and he has to outline them precisely and he has to force us to adhere to them with the power of his conviction and the power of his action. If he doesn't do that, we will beat him over the head with his weakness. Oh my goodness. Women put up a false front about virtually everything. Um. Wait, is this the same one? It should be. I don't know. This has a bunch of pop-ups. I know, it's popping up for so me that too. Means it's it's fake being anyway. weird. It's not fake. No. Thank you. <laughs> but um yeah, but like the one response I got to it, um If a woman ever tells you if we don't have if a woman ever tells you if we don't have trust, we don't have anything, she's either cheating on you or planning to cheat on you. Boom. 
Women are much hornier than men. I think Hector said that. Women always lie about the number of sexual partners they have. Women do not have female friends. They have female competition. We just spoke about that earlier without even noticing this. Women always lie about the number of sexual partners they've had or just don't say it at all. All women dislike themselves. That's a lie. Women Women want want what they can't have. All All women are masochists. And I got one response to it from a woman, and she said, that's dumb. (laughs) Um, No, maybe it's because it's from a hot girl, but I thought this was dumb. And then after I challenged her, then she came back with all these paragraphs and other shit that I didn't read. But I think... I don't really think she's the target audience for this. But I also (laughs) think some things on that list are the same thing that you could... I don't know. It's kind of so general. You can say it about men too. Yeah, and there things are all, but things are always said about men. Things aren't really said about women. Women, right? Like there's a lot of you know, women are always talking about. I want a man that do this, and I want a man that do that. It's very rare that a man is like, I want a woman that does this, or I want a woman that does that. It's just kind of like I said. I want women to be challenged on things and to have to answer for some of their bullshit and answer it, you know, not emotionally. Right. But yeah, that's it. But yeah, um, thank you guys so much for this. Thank you for having us on. Um, I guess we never really introduced Andrea. Andrea, me and Andrea went to high school together at Jones. Um, we met formally, I guess, because uh, we had friends that dated. But we met formally sophomore year, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> friends that dated in um, in Ameri- uh, American history class. U.S. history. Yeah, U.S. history. Uh, the U.S. is America, but. Um, with Mr. Dixon, who probably wasn't the smartest person in the class. But um, <laughs> Andrea, like, put herself in the fire. Like, she was surrounded by, you know, rowdy young men at the time. And Mr. Dixon sat me back there. Did he? Yes. Oh. And when I asked to move. Well, he put you in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> it was like me, Eric, Daryl. Like Andrea and, and Monica Pitts was back there somewhere too, which when has no place on this on this podcast. But um, yeah, so Andrea's always been cool. She was in debate. Uh, we were in debate. debate. We had uh, we were in AP. Um, what was that? Politics and American American political system or something. Else. Something like that. We had an AP class together. Um, I will. Were you there the day that? What's his name? Came in and hit the teacher. Whatever he did that to her, or she did that to him, and he fell down. And then Brian had to give her. Paul. Paul. Yes. Yes. Paul and it was Paul and Donovan. In my four years, I think so. Yeah. Most hilarious. I think we all got sent to the office too. I didn't. And I was right there. Of course not. I didn't get sent. Because Andrea was like smart, but like she was also like. You know, she had she was a bit of an asshole, but she was smart. But none of the teachers knew that. <laughs> oh no, no, no! All the teachers knew she was smart. None of the teachers knew yeah, that she, she was, was an, an asshole. asshole. Right, right. I was. But yeah, um, you know, a fellow Jones alum on the Rojo Show, um, episode thirty-five in the books. Thank you for my guest. Finally, Hector got Hector finally. on here. Finally, um, Andrea bringing some uh, feminine perspective. Ugh. Well, female perspective. It wasn't very feminine. But um, thank you for your input. And the baby you heard screaming was Zahara? Zara. Zara. I don't know why I keep wanting to add letters to her name. If you noticed me being a little uh, a little distant in the first 20 minutes, it's because me and her were bonding. 
I don't know how much experience she has with black people, but I can be her favorite now. Oh, she's <laughs> yawning. All right, I'm going to get off of here. Um, check me out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Facebook, The Rojo Show. And as usual, if you're not sharing, you're not a fan. Thanks for listening.